Blog Talk Radio. people and me 
you lied to me all these years. You told me to wash and clean my ears and talk real fine, just like a lady. You'd stop calling me Sister Sadie. My mouth 
am I? Anyone who has money to buy? What do they call me? My name is Sweet Thing. that we have. So in that in that uh, movement, I've learned 
through the STLC. I was uh, president for the STLC in Miami, Florida for over 20 years. Uh, and I uh, was also in one time for a brief period of time, the executive uh, secretary for the NAACP in Miami. That was a brief uh, stint. Did not take long to figure out what was going on. And I had to make a move. I guess just like Dr. King made a move back in the day when he could not get along with that particular organization. And uh, we learned that it was because it was not founded by black people and it was not controlled by black people. So what uh, Dr. King did uh, and what I've done, uh, attempting to to correct all these conditions that we have, um, Dr. King did was started the SCLC, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, with a group of black ministers. Uh, of course, um, that organization was infiltrated and uh, destroyed, really, um, in my opinion, um, by the system that is attempting now to rule the world, the people who have attempted to control all of us. And um, what we've done, I've gone through all of these things. I've been involved in so much over these years, um, you know, uh, going to, to federal court to free my Haitian brothers and sisters from the Chrome Detention Center here in Miami, Florida, uh, and winning that, that case and getting in there to, to get them out um, to, to the Ottoman what, what year was that? What year was that? Oh, boy. Oh. The year, geez, was in the 80s. This approximately you, in the 80s? Yeah, it was in the 80s. Uh, okay. It was around 82, 81, 83, somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly okay, the year, okay. but it's, it's a matter mm-hmm. of record. Okay. No question. It's a matter okay. of record. Yeah. There are federal, yeah. federal cases that we went to 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 fight, and then the Arthur McDuffie um, uh, rebellion uh, back in 1980. Um, it was uh, and so many things. The voter registration. We believed in that at the time. We believed that if we registered people to vote, that um, we could change things. Well, we did. We registered hundreds of thousands of people to vote all over this country, and we changed the complexion, but we did not change the condition for black folk. Uh, we put black folk in office, and things remained the same. Uh, nothing changed for us, and nothing has changed until we change it. So um, you know, we're working on that as we speak. Uh, we're putting things together to try to make, and we're going to make that change. The change is already taking place, I should say. And... Um, we, we're organizing to do that. Um, there's so many things that it would take forever to tell you all of the things that we've done here um, and the things that I've been involved with around this country, and not only around the country, but around the world in, in uh, Central and South America, in Africa and West Africa, um, with the people that I've been able to connect with them who have the same problem we have here um, and not and not making the connection to understand people that they are having the problem with are the same people we're having the problem with. And that uh, once we understand that that's, it is a spiritual warfare, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we know who these people are now. Uh, we didn't know mm-hmm. them. And as Dr. King said, I always think about this. And he said, I believe I'm integrating my people into a burning house uh, because he thought and believed that, and I said this to him, by the way, uh, he, he believed that uh, that the system was going to do the right thing. Like I told him that this is a spiritual warfare, in my opinion, and that they are not going to do the right thing. They don't know what the right thing is. On top of that, we don't know who we are. 
And once we learn the power that the Creator has given us and we come together and we stand on our beliefs and our systems and put our laws together, that we will put a stop to what's, what's happening and we don't need guns and bombs, even though we should have them as also as a protection uh, when we need it, a defense when we need it. Um, and I also point out the fact that our brothers in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, in other cities across this nation who've been attacked by these people, one way or another, with the same system, same approach, uh, that when they come, we should be ready for them, just as the deacons of defense were ready for them when they came in South Carolina. Uh, and those of you who don't know about the deacons of defense, you need to look it up and uh, find out who they were and what they did. They stood in the, in the open, at the uh, opening of their city with their shotguns, and uh, they stood there with, with their guns and dared them to come in, and they turned around like the cowards they are and ran. Like one guy said, they understand that buckshot. So, <laughs> yeah. Mhm. And so, what is this? Uh, that what is the grassroots assembly? What is that? Well, the grassroots that, assembly that you're working is, on is a, and others. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a um, it's an effort to uh, organize our people at the grassroots level with the understanding that change does not come from the top down. It comes from the bottom up. So the least of these, my brethren, we got to get together and we got to put our minds together, come up with our own solutions for our own problems, understanding that we've been separated and divided so much for so long. For those of us who uh, still believe in the vote, um, I stopped voting some years ago, and I stopped because after I registered 10,000 people in one year to vote in Miami, Florida, and I realized nothing had changed and nothing was going to change because even the people that we put in office uh, did not uh, deal with our issues. They did what they were told by the other side. Money rules in all matters. So they followed the money, and uh, they wound up with a little something for themselves, but nothing for our people. So what I've decided uh, that uh, what I thought we should do, and I presented it to others, and they said, yes, let's do this, um, that if we are more than they are. We are a majority. We've never been a minority in this country, and we've never been a minority in the world today. So if we, the majority, came together with an understanding of, of what we must do for ourselves, not depend on anybody or anything else to do it for us, but do it for ourselves, that we will make the change that we need to make. And once we make that change and stand together, uh, our problems, I think, will dissipate, and I think we'll be able to send those back to where the hell they came from. I'm sorry, but where they came from. And um, But we've got to understand that this is a spiritual warfare and that we must, we must put our act together. And I don't think we have a choice right now uh, uh, to, to, to do this. And uh, we're doing it as fast as we can, and we're asking everybody to join in. And it's not a hard thing to do. We're not asking you to follow our lead. But what we're asking you to do is in your community, organize your people in your community, find out what your issues are from among you, and select from among you, those people who will represent you and your issues in your community. In other words, do not allow these people to come in with their money and buy off your so-called elected officials and go on down the road and make money for themselves while the community suffers. Um, and we see it all the time. We see it with the influx of, of and the latest was the, the um, Ukraine that they're bringing in and giving our money to, giving our health care and our education system 
uh, giving them homes and land while they're denying the uh, autochthonous people, the black people of this land, uh, denying us access to our own uh, finances, our own money, our own tax money. So um, that's what the grassroots assembly is about, just getting organized so that we'll turn to each other, not on each other, put our resources together and build our own nation right here. This is our land, not theirs. And I stand on that, and history believe, history will prove that if you understand that uh, we are the original people, the first people on this country, on this land, I should say, and these other people are invaders. We welcome them, and we, are, we welcome them with open arms. But you saw what they did. They killed our children, raped our women, took the land, and now they're called the United Snakes of America. So we've got to understand what we're dealing with and how to deal with it. And I think in unity we'll come up with the right solution. Uh, none of us have it all, but together we can put it all together. Yes, and <clears throat> this is what we're doing. We're setting at the mound table, and this is what we're doing. We're we're putting it together now. Uh, let me uh, bring up uh, Tyreek Ricard L. Now, you know, they uh, tell us their history, but you have two gentlemen here that are living history. So they were there, and, you know, they can tell you not from their point of view, but they can tell you from being there. Uh, and so this is a opportunity to be able to talk to living history so we are able to create uh, what we need to create now. Uh, Tariq Ricard L., how are you doing this evening? Great, Beverly. I'm doing great, as as, all I, as always. I, I've uh, just been uh, lazing around today, listening and studying and watching uh, videos and, and getting ready for this evening. And, uh, you know, this class, this is class, folks. Yeah, I hope you have your papers and pens ready or your computers ready and you can go and start looking up some of the stuff we're bringing to you because this is how we get out of this. This is how you know what to do rather than believe that you know something. And that's what has happened to us over the the many uh, generations here since the 20s since they brought this foolishness upon us with the public pool system, as I, as I call it, it is uh, <clears throat> brought here uh, by Rockefeller after they took over, the Rockefeller Foundation took over the National Education Association with uh, bribes and grants and so forth. And then they brought the public pool system here from Leipzig, Germany, uh, the Yiddish uh, shulas over there, they they used, they picked that as a model, which they brought here, which is the the four rows in a room, with the with the teacher up front with the with the green board or blackboard, and uh, <clears throat> that's the basic model that has been used upon us all these uh, many decades. And Tari- yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, explain explain who the Rockefellers, who Rockefeller is, and that background, so that they'll understand how this thing is formulating around us. Well, the Rockefeller family, uh, John D., the patron of the family, 
these were originally uh, Baptist people that uh, <clears throat> that were here. They 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 had a little money and they gained control of certain elements here: the railroads, petroleum, um, and uh, banking. Through banking, uh, became uh, very powerful in this land, and were able. And I suggest anyone who wants to know about the Rockefellers, uh, and there's a, a wonderful uh, series on PBS that you can get uh, about the Rockefeller family. I think it's called An American Experience, something like that. And they tell you it all. They, they run it all down to you. They tell you how John D., how he was one of the stingiest, most uh, unscrupulous people on the planet, how he robbed and stole and killed and did whatever he could do to get the monopoly that he wanted. And um, he and he um, invested uh, his funds, uh, you know, once he got control of the railroads and the transportation of the oil and the fact that the waste from the petroleum uh, industry was used to cover the roads, to, to do, to pave the roads, so he became uh, the kingpin in the country. So that one of, that's one of the main families in this land that have done to the people and to the land what has been done. And, where, and so where, did they, where, did they, where did they originate? Where's their ancestry? <clears throat> well, their ancestry is uh, in Europa. They are from over in, in uh, England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales area. And the islands there, these are... These are in immigrants, essentially immigrants into a a system of incorporation, and that they were able to, uh, through various uh, and unscrupulous means, gain monopoly over certain industries in this land, which gave them lots and lots of power to make decisions about what goes on in the society. So that's why well, you like have a Rockefeller Foundation. Like See, Malcolm, that's why like Malcolm, like Malcolm yeah. said, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Exactly. So and when these they, are some Plymouth Rock these are the, landings. Yes. Yeah. So these are some yeah. of the people who landed on us, and they're in control now. And right. particularly after World War II, during World War II, they were mm. allowed in and, and put in position right up in Bethesda, Maryland, hello. And yep. from that position, they have grown into uh, control our government, or the, the government, because it's not ours, uh, uh, the government of this country and the the uh, corporation, corporate structure of this country. I just wanted to make that kind of clear yeah. so people would understand. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful, that's a beautiful quick summary. Uh, and they are in, in cahoots with or working together with the various, uh, large corporations, uh, Ford, Bendix, Chrysler, you know, all the different uh, major uh, incorporations in the country, which literally through their legal system and of lobbying the, the people in the Congress, which is no longer in Congress assemble what we had at least all the way up into the 1860s, it became, uh, in 1872, it became the corporate Congress. And therefore, uh, no longer 
uh, incorporate in uh, in Congress assembled for us. And remember the word assembled. Well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the People's Assembly that directs the in Congress assembled. That's the way it used to was. See, what happened was is it's been incorporated, and they have to now. Uh, and and this is where you have to know this because otherwise you have no remedy. See, all these corporations that are calling themselves whatever, DOJ, DOD, uh, FDBI, CIA, all of them every year have to produce a what is known as a comprehensive annual financial report. Okay, so why is that? Well, that's the rules of corporate corporate law, you see. And so what you find out is when you get these reports, you find out that they're hiding a lot of our funds that should be going to back to us, we the people. But they have finagled it so that it does not do so. It goes back or goes, uh, you know, fallow somewhere, and then they pick it up later like Clinton did. See, Clinton picked up a whole bunch of, uh, of so-called fallow funds or funds that were not, uh, people were not able to collect. And, 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 you know, and we have to know, we know that the government has every year billions of dollars that, that belong to the people that they don't, they, that people never get because they never find out that, they, that, they, that it's even there, you see. So our thing is to, is to get, get people involved to the point that they will want to know what is going on, how is it working, and what do we do with it? How do we make it work? Because what is going on now, uh, I was told today, Washington, D.C. is shut down. <laughs> so if Washington, D.C. is shut down, and all this stuff that we're seeing with, with old, old, old Sloppy Joe and them, uh, uh, you know, that, that must be staged somewhere. It must be, I heard it was over in... Uh, down in Atlanta, and my man's uh, 300 acres place down there. Tyler, Tyler Perry. Yeah, Tyler Perry. Yeah, you see. So, so yeah. this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with this, all this fakery, you know. And they have all of this fakery set up, like, uh, like, you know, what we what we've been hearing the last 10 days now since last Monday last when the football game between the Bills and the whatever other team it was, they uh, and that boy, Hamlin, DeMar Hamlin, what happened to him? Uh, he, he supposedly fell out and died on the field because mm-hmm. they had to resuscitate him twice. Too. If you had to be resuscitated twice, wh- when did they do that? Because you could never see any of that because they had it, they had it completely encircled so that you, nobody could see anything. And then they had the one guy standing. His name was Neil. He, everybody else was kneeling, but Neil was standing with the number 33. That's six, you know, that 666 mm-hmm. thing they didn't be doing at us at all times. And when you see that that boy did not fall out like, like we've seen, I've seen a bunch of the, videos with the, uh, the soccer players, basketball players, uh, 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 referees. Uh, I've seen uh, other players that, that have just, when they, when they fall out, 
I mean, they literally fall out and hit their head. And you know they're out. They don't have a chance to, like this guy did. He supposedly fell out. He sat down. Then he laid back. Then he, if he was, if he had, if he was out, as they said, the doctor says afterwards, oh, it was a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. Well, he could not have bent his arms, bent his arms at his elbows, and then put his hands on his hips afterwards. You know, if they, the, the one, the players that I've seen on the pitch and on the court and so forth that have fallen out after these shots, they fall out, out. They hit their heads. They are done. You can see it. Well, this guy, he just, he sat down and then fell back. And then, and then, and then they, they did the whole, it was almost like on cue, all these things happened. Go watch it, folks. I'm telling you, go look at it. If you can, go look at it in slow motion and see for yourself. Something wasn't right about that thing. And now this boy is all of a sudden flying in an airplane from Cincinnati to New York. Uh, uh, what? You just came off a ventilator and you're flying up in an airplane with high <laughs> pressure and down and oh, oh, listen, come on now. You know, people, and then, and then he's supposed to have been, he's released and all this kind of stuff. I mean, come on, folks. There's something stinks and, about and this. You've been in the, and you've been in the medical field, so you, you yeah. know, you, you, you speaking from, you know, I'm speaking from somewhat authority of what you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm speaking from firsthand experience working in the OR, the ICU, and the ER I've been in. I've been in the, in the labor and delivery. I've delivered babies at home. Uh, you know, so I'm talking firsthand experience and knowing knowledge of how the body works. And I'm telling you that something stinks about this DeMar Hamlin situation because uh, all these other people that have all these other uh, soccer players and different ones around the world got these shots and have fallen out, they're gone. They did, they, you know, these, are, these folks are dead. People are dying. People are literally folks. This is what you've got to understand. People around the planet are dropping dead on a daily basis, thousands, thousands daily from these shots. My friend at, the, at my P.O. box from, from Indonesia, he, 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 he was crying the blues to me about his sister and his brother. They both had both the shots, and then his other brother died, and his brother-in-law died. And, he's t- and he keeps telling them, do not take the shots. And each one of them, they go get the shots. You know, I mean, it's like there's nothing you can really do. But, the, but like well, I said, it's, it's, you know, it's killing a lot of people. Believe me, it is well, killing a lot of people. And we do I... know how to reverse it. We do know how to help you clear it up, at least. Help clear it out of the body. That's one of the things we know how to do. We know how to get poisons out. We know how to help the body, excuse me, get the poisons out because that's what the body does normally. We just help it. We help it along. We help it go a little faster. And, you know, we know how and to. how do we do that? How do we well, do you, that? How do we? You, you increase the metabolism, that is to say the, the way the body functions, how it, it, it digests and, and, and 
makes use of and then gets rid of the waste. See, you know, what you ingest is what you become, right? And what you, what you ingest and what you don't, what you become that's left over is waste and it's thrown out the body, as well as we have millions of cells every day that die, and we get mil- millions of cells every day new. Because if we didn't get that, we don't we'd we'd be dead. I mean, you know what I mean. So so this so is simple. So are you suggesting that we do a cleansing? Is that what you're suggesting? I am suggesting first and foremost. Yes, I'm suggesting that we do. Uh, we do the first thing we do is we stop eating solid food stuffs and food cooked food that we all love because it tastes so good and our big mama's cooked it and our mama's cooked it and we 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 cook it and it's all just oh it's so scrumptious but it's it the waste is horrible because you know you're mixing all these different things that should not be mixed and then have a different time level of digestion and so what you're doing is you're constantly innervating your digestive system. That's why they have this big problem in the country where they get billions of dollars from people uh, trying to get their indigestion well, fixed. What we're, what we're trying to, what we're doing is, is not only showing you uh, this, letting you know what's going on, but showing you a way out of this. And one of the right. ways that uh, we think that we know will work would be to start our own gardening, start our own food for our own uh, farms, for our own uh, distribution. And um, we've got things set up pretty good. Uh, Around the country, we have black farmers who are growing organic uh, uh, foods. We're just trying to get it all organized, uh, like we said. And um, we have have the programs put together. It's just that we've got to get the support of the people. Those of you who are listening, if you understand what's being said and have an idea, of what can be done uh, in our communities. For an example, um, some of you may remember Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, Operation Breadbasket. What the Operation Breadbasket was about was beginning to take back our communities, our corner stores, stores, and bring, bring the fruits and vegetables and the food into our community by our own people. And that's that's what it was all about. Of course, it was. It was uh, um, undermined and uh, taken in another direction. Of course, you had infiltrators and backstabbers who came into the organization who looked like us, but were not us, and just like we, we do today. Uh, they come into our, our communities. Uh, they look like us. They smile in our faces and back, backstabbers. So, uh, you know, like I say, every brother ain't a brother. Every white man ain't your enemy. But we must stand up for what we say and what we believe and fix our own problems. And that's what this is designed to do, to get us to start thinking, get us to come together, put our plans down, and work them out and support our own uh, survival, because that's what it is, y'all. We're trying to survive an attack. This is a worldwide attack on people of color all over the world. And this drum call that we started back in 2020 has now gone around the world. It's going right now, uh, every Sunday, uh, 3 p.m., uh, um, people around the world are, are drumming in a synchronized effort and praying for divine intervention. 
creator of the universe must send his warriors to fight these demons with these with these weapons of war, these these five G networks, these antennas, this harp system, poisoning of our food and our water, um, and and spraying us every day with chemicals in the air every day. So this is what it's all about. We have the power to do it. All we've got to do is come together. And once we've done this and shown that we are about what is good for everybody, because what's good for us is good for everybody on the planet. And um, I'm just so grateful that um, we've got people like like this to get an opportunity to share these things with others so that you will begin to think about what's being said. Cut that TV off for a minute. They're, not, they're lying to you every day. You know, this, this news is, is just outright lies. Um, I, what I do, uh, Tariq, I have, all day I've been looking at Chinese news. Um, and, man, they tell a different story. Mm-hmm. Not that they're right, because they're in Africa doing the same thing that the Europeans, and the Europeans, as you call them, are they are doing. They're taking it for themselves. But, uh, you know, the world needs what we're doing here uh, to to gird, undergird them and, and give them the, the strength and the courage to stand against these guns and these bombs and these poisons that are coming at us. So I, I just wanted now, to add I- that to Okay. Now I keep hearing about six six six. Now, now melanin times six neutrons and six electrons. It is it is it is the complete uh, chemical, so to speak. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. uh, a combination that is you know in harmony with being on this planet, this this water planet. And the fact that uh, uh, the sun is so such a, a part of our existence that without it we wouldn't even be here. But uh, we have the power, the power, the melanin, the the melanin centers in our bodies that allow us to survive in in all of these temperatures. And 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 those who are uh, with less melanin, so to speak, less centers of melanin, which most people have some, uh, because that that's natural, that's in nature. Uh, but they're, you know, they and they do turn brown after applying certain things on their skin and the sun. They can turn brown as well, but it doesn't last long, you know. Uh, and and even even we who are melanated uh, to whatever level, we can. We can increase our complexion color, which is never black, because black is a word that means bleached out and pale. So we have to change that, and we have to stop using that because it's not true. There's absolutely nothing about us, no place on the planet, call that no nothing, and that that we call ourselves this adjective. See, there are no adjectives in law, only nouns. So if you're not a noun, then you're an international asteroid. You know, that's basically what, what the deal is. You can't call yourself a, 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 a color, which is not really, but it's an absorption of the color spectrum. But you can't call yourself that because that just shows that you have no nation. You have no nationality. You have nothing behind you. So when we say the people's assembly the People's uh, Grassroots Assembly, we're talking about all of the people here who are of the copper tone or copper color complexion, 
which is we can go back to 1820s and see that that is the definition of us in the Webster's Dictionary even. Even in their dictionary, that's what it says. It doesn't say black. That's why we say this is a spiritual warfare. That we right. We're not against flesh and blood, but we are spiritual people. Uh, right. We are spiritual human people, experience. but we have to have a nation. Need, you cannot be with a nation. Yeah. Yeah, we come with with so many uh, religions and so many understandings, misunderstandings about who we are and what we are. And the problem right. that we have, well, the people who are presenting to us, who are controlling us, have an agenda for themselves, and it's not for for the people. Uh, right. And, and that's why the grassroots assembly is so important, because our, exactly. our agenda will be for the people. Uh, and we can change our, we can build our own cities. We have in place right now a, a, a medical system that's going to heal people once we get it in position. And mm-hmm. we're working on it. And we've got it. It's proven. It's a proven system. And I'm right. going to ask, uh, ask that uh, Beverly brings his doctor on that and let him explain how this works, if he will, um, or when the time is right, when he decides that it's right for us to present it. But we've got to save our people mm-hmm. from all of this poison they're giving us, all this diabetes and high blood pressure right. and cancer and AIDS and all the stuff they're doing to us. And they're doing everything, but we have to understand that no weapon formed against us will prosper mm-hmm. when we understand who we are. And that's, that's just the, the way that we have to look at the situation uh, in order to overcome it. And um, I think it's very important that we understand that. Right. The key is... And I just want to say... Mm-hmm. I just want to say yes. that to people who, because we fight, you have, to, and I don't even call it a fight because it's really not a fight, but people that who's working on the paperwork side of things is, because uh, we got, we're working on different fronts. People that's uh-huh. working on the paper side for genesis, you know, they use the stick that they use to whoop us with. You take that stick away from them and whoop them with it. And so genocide is a million-dollar fine, and that's, you find that, and you use 18 U.S. Code 1091. So for oh, those people that. that's fighting on that front, that's the code, that's the stick you can use to whip them with. Now, you also have fraud. Fraud yeah. is $10,000 fine. That's 18 U.S. Code 1001. Right. So okay. we're dealing with genocide here. We're dealing mm-hmm. with fraud here. And also mm-hmm. we're dealing with um, racketeering. And so criminal okay. and civil racketeering. And so that is a $25,000 fine. That is 18 U.S. Code 1963. So for those right. that is fighting on that front, those are some of the codes that uh, you can, those are some of the sticks, as I call, that you can uh, use for your weapons. Yeah. And and the power is in the law. Like we say, law right. means the land, the air, and the water. Law rules all affairs, and I highly exactly. suggest that everybody get the book called The Law by Frederick Bastiat and read it thoroughly because that gives you the proper foundation of whose law are we talking about. We're talking about our mm-hmm. law. We are the law. We 
are the ones who gave them the whole customary basis for law, and then we have allowed that to be stripped from us and used against us, but we are we are now coming back. We know, like you said, Title 18 gives us a lot of things. We know also that the Administrative Procedures Act is the one of the key remedies we have to deal with these uh, administrative creatures, these uh, these uh, uh, ba- uh, uh, bureaucrats and and uh, the rest of them that are uh, the, for example, um, uh, now it is it is happening that Christine Grady, who is the spouse to Dr. Uh, uh, Mengele, I mean uh, what's his name, Fauci, uh, yeah, um, he you know they they now are investigating their uh, emails in between because. They got all of Fauci's emails, which anybody can find out about in the book, The True, the Real Anthony Fauci by Robert Kennedy. You know, you can find all of these uh, uh, emails out. And what, what they were doing the whole time is setting up the country so that they can make in the future big, big money through the grants, through the government budget, and so forth and so on. And Fauci was the one that the budget went through his hands from his wife, you see. And, mm-hmm. and now they're yeah. being investigated, and he's stepped down. And, well, and so now we're getting to the bottom of this, this Nazi takeover of our governance, and I think this is what's going to all come out because uh, right at the, before the end of the war, they, they brought them here. They put them in place. Mengele was here. Uh, what you call it, uh, uh, Reinhard Galen, who set up the CIA with uh, Wild Bill Donovan. They had the DIA, they had the NSA, they had the NASA. All that's Nazis. That's not American. Didn't, Americans didn't build them and they put that all that stuff together. See, that's what you got to know, and folks. Also, yeah. yeah. And also in our archives, you can go in our archives with Dr. Uh, Robert X. Through his research, he he named all of the people, Dr. Fauci, his wife, and all of that. So we, there's places you can go to get the information. So you know, we're dealing with information and solution, networking, bringing everything Mm. together here. The thing that I wanted to, to share at this point is the fact that we know all these things now, the thing that's been said, and enough of us have been involved long enough to know that we now must put a solution together for ourselves. And when we understand yeah. that, that money rules in all matters, whoever has the most money rules. And who has the most money? Who wins the elections in this country? Those who have the most money. Who has the most guns and bombs? Those who have the most money. So what is taking place right now under our noses as we speak is that um, there have been 198 countries around the world who have come together and have said enough is enough. They're no longer going to accept these Europeans, these white folk, coming into their countries, killing their leaders, and taking, stealing their natural resources. Dr. Martin, I keep bringing Dr. King up because he was so accurate and so right about what he was saying and we didn't understand at the time. He said he sent my brother to Africa 
is to organize the African leaders, the presidents at that time. And they did. They got organized, but they started killing them left and right. You can go down the line, and Robert X has pointed that out on a couple of occasions, I heard him, um, where uh, African leaders have been assassinated, and in many cases by their own people, and because Mm -hmm. of this, uh, the love of money. And they've taken over a lot of these these countries. Um, But Gaddafi was the one that was putting it all together, putting it, taking his yeah. money to build the schools across Africa to teach our people. He was setting up a, a satellite system so that we wouldn't have to pay those ridiculous prices that these Europeans were charging, and we'd have our mm-hmm. own. He also uh, began to uh, put together the gold standard African currency, and that's why they took him out, and they took him out with his own people. So these are the things that we must know. So when we get organized, so we'll understand, you can listen to these news and watch these people. You can hear them lying every day when you know what's, what the end is and what's going down. Uh, but they're losing. They're losing as we speak, as, as Dr. Francis uh, Cress Welsing told us. They're on their way out of this planet. And they're on their way out because of the way they've treated those of us, at least of these, my brethren. This is a spiritual warfare. You cannot get away with what you've done and doing to humanity. So it's on us. And when we say that the money rules, when we ask you to not to spend your money, come and hold your money, don't buy mm-hmm. a damn thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't buy nothing until that yeah, is yeah, broken. Yeah, but, but remember, bro, remember, <clears throat> you tell people that, they look at you like you're crazy because, you know, that's the only time of the year that, that somebody might give them a gift and tell them that they love them. Or you might give it to somebody and tell them that you love. I mean, that's the only time of year that people have been ingrained with this nonsense of of Satan clause and the whole thing that goes down. And 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 so what I'm telling you is, people have to get their heads together and their hearts back together. And the only way that's going to happen is through study and reading and discussing amongst ourselves and building these relationships and networking with the organizations that are out here already working to change things. They're doing it. They're not talking. I, I just well, saw, uh, you know, all this week I've been seeing uh, 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 documentaries on PBS telling us that, you know, you got this group, that group all around the country. They're, they're picking up their, they're doing things for themselves. They're bringing it back together. We need to just network with them and that's how this thing is going to take off. I know that. See, well, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, and I'm seeing that our people. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. looking at our young people, uh, yep. and they're out there, and they're networking. They're just like one of the young brothers. I can't think. A uh, young Farrell. Uh, he was mm-hmm. in in the yep. mall during Christmas time. He was telling people the history of Christmas. That that was right. a ritual, and he was explaining it to it. And people was they don't know, but he he was in the hall teaching. So that's what mm-hmm. we're doing. We've been under this lie all this time. So everybody, you know, not everybody, but different, like you say, different groups is getting mm-hmm. together and saying enough is enough, and we're finding out the truth that's going on here. Let let me yeah. open up the line. I have some more people that want to join the mound table. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see, uh, 706-202. Yep. You're at your table. Yep. 
Hotep and better love, Brother Tariq and Brother Hotep, better love. Brother Kwame. And, brother Kwame, and my brother. Sister Beth, you know, <laughs> yeah. the way you were, you were speaking on it, Tariq just touched on it about students and the part of he was speaking about SCLC and the mm. 80, and what else SCLC started in the 60s, also at the same time that LCL, SCLC broke off a branch, what was called SNCC, Student mm. Nonviolent Coordinated Committee. And that was the young people, John Lewis, Marion Berry, yep. Ella Matt, uh, uh, Ella Baker, mm-hmm. Diane Nash. These were all students at these universities in joining the struggle as for the rights of what they were fighting for with SCLC. And so right. what we're talking about with, with coming to this, but we have to get the young people, these young people, because they are getting our children in pre-K and kindergarten. Where mm-hmm. are we going to grab our children back at? Yeah. We've <laughs> gone away from giving our children grandma's lap time and grandfather's lap time and start giving them laptops and iPhones. We've got to take our children back because we've got to guide them to to understand how to be Mm self-sufficient, not to be workers and, and, and drones, but how that we can create and be independent is what we're talking about. It's easier to fix a broken child than it is a broken adult because you're talking about fixing all these broken adults in all of these areas in the metropolitan areas and they are not wanting to be fixed. They're, they're gratified in having those parts of themselves that they think that they've made it. We've mm-hmm. got to take the next generations and begin to teach them. I was just on the phone yesterday with a brother in Atlanta who's working with youth groups and he's working with young men and young women and teaching them how to be entrepreneurs, how to be uh, construction workers, how to be, you know, different fields of trade. These are the things that we have to begin to do because if we're going to wait for that, that, that system that was created by Rockefeller, it ain't going to happen. They they want educated for workers not thinkers. And we've right. got to be able to, what Julius Nerrera said in the 70s when he became president of Tanzania, he said, yeah. whosoever er- educates your children controls your future. Whosoever oh. educates your children controls your future. We're it's talking it. about creating a future, but we got to start with the future, and that is our children. Yep. Let me uh, let me also add to that. Um, what happened with, with SNCC and what happened in, in the 60s, um, and uh, we proved this to be with Marion Barry, of course, was a friend and, uh, in Washington, and we helped him get elected and all that. Um, but what happened was we were under the impression that being a part of the system, we could change it, that we elected people to be in that system that we could change it. That did not work and has not worked and is not working now. So uh, what uh, what will work, in our opinion, is, first of all, money rules. And we are the ones who make the most money. We are the majority because – and that makes us put – that puts us in the position of having the most uh, money. The problem has been that we've 
been tricked into spending our money outside of our people. So once we have turned that knowledge that we've learned, uh, not only that that we um, learned in their system, but in our own systems. We had our own schools. Uh, we had the number one schools. I, I graduated from the number one black high school in America, Dunbar High School in Washington, D.C. And um, because we had those kinds of, that kind of education in that day, uh, that was uh, attacked by the John D. Rockefellers uh, when they did and came in and took all of that knowledge out of our community, out of our school systems and out of our community. When they integrated uh, the community, we lost that. We lost that ability. And that's what we're counting on these young people to do when they understand that they go through college and they get their degrees and they come out, they still cannot get what this other boy got. And they still don't and, have the education that this other boy gets. So once they understand you, that, they will put it together like the brothers that you were just speaking of. We've got the brothers here doing the same thing in Miami. They're teaching the skills again. They're teaching air mm-hmm. conditioning. They're teaching yeah. uh, plumbing and, and electricity, well, all of the things that you make a living. But we got, but Brother Ray, you said the part that we're, we're making money. Do you know you can go on University of Georgia, University of Georgia Economics Department. You can go online, and they will show you by race that Europeans are still number one. Mexicans make $1.9 trillion. We're making $1.3 trillion. You know who the fourth person is in coming up and, and, and making wealth? LGBTQ people are at $1 trillion, 100000 per household in married, same-sex marriage. Yep. I how, just, have, I, how have we almost dropped to number four? Five. Number five. The LGBTQ people make more money. They they're one trillion dollars, and their household is one hundred thousand per household of same sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, I say I say it's because of because the spiritual warfare we are in. Because we're in a spiritual warfare with a wicked system. Uh, that's what I say, and I say that uh, until we put together, uh, it's a spiritual warfare, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, until we come together and understand who we are and, and um, use our own principles and our own laws and uh, stand on those laws, okay? We know what's right and we know what's wrong. So, you know, we're trying to get along with people because they run and stuff. Well, let them run, but they will not be running it long because of the spiritual warfare that we're in. And that's why we've got to stay on a spiritual note, not putting down anybody, but to make, make it clear that we are spiritual people, and that's how we live. And but we I'm, just, living I'm trying to see, like Brother Ray, because I'm trying to see how is it that his, we were number two. It was mm-hmm. Europeans and African Americans was number two as far as gross national, as, as far as earnings. We've moved to number three. How is it that the people that just come into this country have That's turned around, stuff. that keep their culture, they keep that their up. money and keep their culture working together in their community? How because have we, we are, once upon a if time, I may did ask, that? Let me answer that, please. Because we are in a system that has brought these people here, put them in position. They have yeah. denied the the indigenous or African people here, the black people here, or the autochthonous people here, they have denied us our own land. They gave our land away to people that they brought in, 
They gave that money to those people that they're bringing in right now. I just explained it earlier on another show that here in in South Florida, you have a you have a Russian community, you have a, a Cuban community, you've got a, a Hispanic community, a different mm-hmm. Hispanics have different communities, you've got a Haitian community. It's been divided up, and the last person to get the same amenities that others are getting are the black people in this country, those whose blood, sweat, and tears are in this soil, those of us who fought for 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 the land, those of us who grew this country, who built this country, are left out and locked out. And until we organize and address it ourselves, it's going to be the same. Oh, and right uh, now, uh, you're uh, right. We're number we're number two. We were we were number two because number there was three. only one other. Num- well, number one was the white man, and we were number two. And then they start bringing people in. We drop them to three, therefore we're going to be dropping out if we don't get organized. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to overstand something. You graduated from one of the most prestigious schools in 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 D.C. at Dunbar High School. We had one of the most powerful HBCUs at Tuskegee. With what what George I mean Booker T. Washington did and and teaching trade and being able to say how to become self sufficient that showed that we could do this. How mm-hmm. has it that we were able to do this? You know, I looked at my mother's high school diploma, and it said she graduated from Aberdeen Colored High School. We did better when we controlled our schools than we did when starting to say that we want to integrate into their That's schools. That's the key. Right. That's, the, that's, that's one right. of the keys. And what, and what we're saying is that we're going to do better when we start controlling our own schools and teaching right. the people the truth about ourselves. That's when mm-hmm. we're going to start doing better. We don't know who we are. We've been misled, miseducated, and lied to. So now we've got Check to it bring out. it back together. And we're the only ones that can do that, brother. We're the only ones who can bring us back together and teach us the truth about ourselves. Nobody else is going to do that. We've got a, we've got a governor here doing every daggone thing he can to stop uh, uh, the, the history of the true history of the state of Florida and uh, this, of this country. They're doing everything they can, but they cannot stop us if we organize ourselves and teach wanna, our children wanna, the truth and bring them out ask, of these thinking public school food systems. You worked with him, and I want to know, I know Sunday is his Earth Day, and, and January 15th is Dr. King's birthday. And they tell us now, they say he was a civil rights leader. What was Dr. King? Of course he was a human rights leader, and, you know, they put these labels on us. Um, but he was respected all over the world, all over the world, in Africa, in in, in India, uh, in the Central South, all over the world they respect. There's no place in the world you can go and not hear the name of Martin Luther King Jr., or we shall overcome. And those words are attributed to him and to his movement. But the point is that we, those of us here on this continent and this soil, have the responsibility to stand up and teach our people who we are and teach the world who we are, and take back what these people have taken from us, he okay? Was, and by any I, means necessary, we need to do that. Right. But what, what they gave the label to him as a, as a civil rights leader. He was a human rights. Human rights. That's what Dr. King was standing for. He wasn't about right. civil. He was about yes. human rights. That's why he was known around the world about treating a human being and giving a human being the same rights as every other human being. Well, we address that all the time because it was a human rights movement. That's why there's no question about that. 
uh, we won that civil rights battle. That was that was a done deal. Uh, we had to fight to do it, and we got a lot. Of, we lost a lot of people. We're still losing people, but we're getting organized to stop it. We're getting organized now, so when they do come, we'll be ready for them. We know they are. We got to be being tricked into thinking it's something else, you know. But we know how these people operate. Nobody knows them better than those indigenous people here on this and the people of this country. We know who they are. When, we know how they when, when, when is the next radical civil rights bill? Because you know that they have to ratify it every so many years. I don't care what they do. We're going to ratify our, right. ourselves. Thank yeah, you. I don't care what they, they do. Whatever they do is not going to work for us. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. See, we and and again, we already we already have all that uh, and done all that before. We just have to reconnect with it and and get ahead and get on and 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 start connecting up with these various organizations that are operating around the country. And that's where the rubber hits the road, folks, getting that organized. And that's no just, you know, no sitting around talking. That that requires, you know, literal work. And and then from there we can we can make sure that people learn about the basics and we get back to Saturday schools and or after schools and and the kinds of things that we used to do and, and, and get our story back together. Because literally, you know, if you just look at the books that J.A. Rogers put out, from Ku Klux Spirit, from Superman to Man, Nature Knows No Color Line, uh, 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 Sex and Race, Volume 2, uh, uh, Africa's Gift to America, and get with it, you know, and get with what we have done. You, you, then you know that oh, well, we've done all that, so we can do this all again. And these are the things that we have to, we did before. So let's do them. And let's get them together and let's go. That's, and, that's and how I I'm see gonna it. bring someone else. I'm gonna bring someone else to the mound table. Seven two five two four eight. Seven two five two four eight. General. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Wally. This is Wally. Hey, Wally, Wally. what's happening? Yeah, Uh, let me just let me just say say, hold on. Let me just say something. Uh, I asked Wally to come come on today because he's put together such a beautiful breakdown and explanation of things, uh, especially with regard to this what we have been going through the past two years, three years with this so-called pandemic, which is a scamdemic. And I, you know, I asked him to, if you would read that to us, uh, what he put together. And I think it's, it's both encouraging, it's funny, and we need laughter, but we also need to know what things really are. And he really lays it out for us. So go ahead, Wally. Well, I, I think I need to start out with the, uh, uh, and I can uh, email these, but uh, I don't know what I did with Beverly's uh, <clears throat> email. So uh, but I have I have two that are, are ready to go. One is uh, you, before I get into the, the the other one I told you about this morning. <clears throat> but uh, I have one is called Cowpus, the original mm-hmm. vaccine ingredient, and I drew a little cartoon cow, and you know it's you know, cartooning, and, and the cow says, cow pus, that's utterly disgusting. Yeah. And then, uh, so I, I have a, 
I have it. I think it's like 18 point. It's 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 nice and big and and the fewest words possible. I put mm-hmm. in the case against vaccination. Medical doctor Walter Hadwin stated. Sanitary improvements began in London as early as 1766, and smallpox began to decline as a consequence before vaccination was invented, unquote. So I put, instead of promoting sanitation, Edward Jenner promoted vaccination, cowpussation, based on the dairymaid superstition. The smallpox vaccine was known to cause, for example, smallpox, syphilis, tuberculosis, leprosy, cancer, brain damage, paralysis, in parentheses I put uh, polio, uh, and death. Edward Jenner's own son died from a disease known to be caused by vaccination, tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. And so, so that just lets you know that we have zero need for vaccination. Because it was sanitation, and 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 there's some key quotes before that to fill in some of the story. In and there's there's four key things that uh, in the case against vaccination that uh, medical doctor Walter Hadwin stated. First, he stated, "We say that smallpox is a filth disease, and that if we get rid of the filth, we shall get rid of the disease." And then that mm-hmm. other quote that I just quoted where he said the sanitary improvements began in London as early as 1766 and began to decline as a consequence before vaccination was invented. In regards to inoculation, he stated, but they soon found that it spread the disease tremendously. Mm-hmm. The, purpose, the purpose of inoculation, which was injecting people with cow, pardon me, injecting people with smallpox pus in order to cause smallpox so it caused more smallpox so uh, so then edward jenner promoted vaccination you know injecting people with cow pus based on dairy made superstition and the dairy made superstition is if you only have cow pox you can have smallpox and medical doctor charles crichton stated the real affinity of cow pox is not the smallpox but to the Pox, meaning syphilis. In other words, the dairy-made superstition is like saying if you only had syphilis, you can't have smallpox. So the smallpox vaccine caused both smallpox and syphilis. So, and you know, the bottom line is we have zero need for vaccination because it was dying out because it was a it was a filth disease. And so right. the, you have this whole big business based on the, on the dairy-made superstition. And now the dairy-made superstition is, a, is the form of the immunity superstition. I wrote a, I wrote a whole uh, a one-page thing on the immunity superstition. And, and uh, immunity is, in other words, for immunity is, is exemption. And it's, it's just an imaginary exemption from the law of cause and effect. And, and that whole, the whole, whole system where they say immunization, you know, it's like saying it should be immunity superstitionization. Uh, but it's, it's all, uh, it, but it's all uh, this imaginary, it's, it's a, it, it, everything's in, it's, it's in the world of imagination. Everything is uh, the the uh, the exemption 
is is imaginary. It's an imaginary exemption from the law of cause and effect. And so then that became big business. So we hear all these terms, you know, uh, immunity, uh, immune, uh, you know, all about uh, immunity. And so the foundation is the dairymate superstition. And then, uh, you know, and then Louis Pasteur promoted vaccination based on, on the, it was called the germ theory, but it was, it's actually the germ superstition. And right. uh, so, you know, he, he blamed the cause on, on germs, which is, it's, it was a, an imaginary cause of disease. And it's a sub-superstition of the demons or evil spirits superstition, which goes back into the superstition that disease is caused by demons or evil, evil spirits. It's all an imaginary cause. And so now the, uh, and so now it's a, a virus, which is just the Latin word, Latin word for poison. So they blame the cause of disease. It's all an imaginary cause of disease. And then I, I, I wrote, uh, which I told uh, Tarek about this morning. It's uh, it's all about uh, the um, the uh, uh, what do you call it? It is the uh, the contagion contagion superstition. Right. And right, the. Yeah. Uh, the word contagion, it, uh, it's, a, it's from a Latin word, which means it's contagio, which means contact. And uh, so, it's, so the superstition, which I finally realized this morning, is that the, the, the cause, which is an imaginary cause, is, is contact. And, you know, under the law of cause and effect, uh, under the law of cause and effect, uh, all causes have effects. And right. this ease, lack of ease, is, is an effect. So you have to have a cause. Well, this whole, uh, the, the whole thing uh, on, on, uh, on contagion is, is that the, the alleged cause is is just touching people. If you touch people, and uh, and uh, the definition is um, uh, it's it's uh, let's see the, the medical definition of it is uh, disease transmission by um, by direct or indirect contact by indirect direct or indirect con- contact. And it's it's all nonsense. It's uh, if you go by the law of cause and effect, why it's just it's like saying there's zero effect, you know, zero because there's zero cause. There's nowhere in in there that there's a cause. It's all just an imaginary cause, and and their whole uh, whole thing. And I and I can't read it to you right now because my girlfriend's on the computer, and I have it on the computer. I apologize, um, but I'll have to get it printed out and maybe next time. <clears throat> but uh, and, and so I, I wrote another thing that's called the acronym superstition. It's about uh, COVID nineteen. Right. And uh, there you go. COVID nineteen. You know, it's 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 an acronym, and people are saying, "Oh, we're going to get COVID." Well, how can you get COVID? You get you're getting an acronym. Well, and and I want to thank. 
Tark. Tark is the one who told me about this acronym, that it's an acronym, you know. So I started thinking about it. So I wrote a thing called the, the Acronym Superstition. And they're all one page, just one page. And as soon as I get them all printed out, but I can send you two, <clears throat> the cow pus one, and then also the, the, the Peter Pandemic. Well, let me tell you about the Peter Pandemic right now. Uh, that's, I'll have to email that to you. Uh, I, what, I, it, what I do, uh, well, I, I drew caricatures, big heads, little bodies for, you know, for a living for 37 years. And, uh, you know, for private parties and proms and grad nights and all kinds of events. <clears throat> but uh, so I, I drew, uh, and I have it all hand-drawn and hand-written. And I have here the, the Peter Pandemic, the fairy tale virus and Captain Crook and the harmful vaccine. And then I have Captain Crook, cartoon version of Captain Crook with uh, holding a, a, a hypodermic needle that says poison on it. And then I have the ship and it says big harma for the ship. And uh, then I have a little a cartoon crocodile and uh, skull and crossbones. And it says a safe vaccine is like saying a safe crocodile. Hmm. So it's, uh, hmm. it's a real it's a real cute cartoon. But getting back to the um, um, the uh, the acronym COVID-19, it stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019, and it's just an acronym. And the um, and but that's like saying Demon 19, Evil Spirit Disease 2019. I mean, it's just imaginary. So once you understand that the whole thing, everything, the whole thing is is just imaginary, and it's it's just a bunch of nonsense, and that we've been taken in with this this uh, you know this imaginary just this imaginary nonsense. So these these are the things, my brother, that Dick Gregory and others have put together some years ago. We put this whole thing together with the AIDS and uh, with all of the sicknesses and diseases that have been brought to us by the people who are, who are trying to rule the world, the New World Order people yeah. who who have come in now and have taken over the most powerful country on the planet uh, with, their, with their racism and their ignorance and have now trying to uh, convince the world uh, to take their shot, to, to take that, that, um, that shot to give them. Uh, what yeah. we're doing yeah. here at the People's Grassroots Assembly is we have solutions for all these issues, for all this so-called disease that they're bringing to us. We do have mm-hmm. solutions, and we have doctors who have studied it, worked on it, and they're ready to present it. And what we're trying to do now is put together the people who will put up, uh, come together, and present it to the people, to the masses. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the people people are perishing for a lack of knowledge. They have no clue to what we're talking about tonight and what you're saying, what I'm saying, what, what Tariq is saying and others. Uh, they don't have a clue to this. So what we're trying to do is organize it to a fashion where we can get it to them, we'll understand what it is, and present to them solutions to every problem that we have. And there, we do have that. There's nothing can stop us from doing that but us. So uh, I appreciate what you're saying and what you're doing, um, and we got to carry this thing forward and keep it moving because there's so much. Yeah, let me let me say, say say another thing, uh, and that's that 
You know, in um, Toxemia Explained, you know, medical doctor John Tilden, he stated so-called disease is a complex of symptoms signifying a crisis of toxemia. And then there's a hyphen and it says nature's house cleaning. You know, our body cleans out. So this is essentially what, what Tarek was saying, but I'm just putting it in another word, you know, other words. So right. what he called a nature's house cleaning, you know, our body cleans house by getting rid of toxic waste. And yep. so, so the foundation of inoculation, you're injecting people with, with, pus with smallpox pus in order to cause a house cleaning and so and 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 what you're what you're doing is you're injecting people with pus when the body's attempting to get rid of pus and then vaccination was injecting people with cow pus and the body's attempting to get rid of pus Mm -hmm. i mean so when you look at it that way the whole thing is is totally ridiculous and and the and uh, the only way to prevent disease, lack of ease, is to remove the cause. And vaccinations, uh, 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 you know, based on failing to prevent disease by removing the cause. In fact, in um, in uh, Edward Jenner and the smallpox vaccination by Ermagardi Burrell is page 125. We find out that the that the original vaccine ingredient was cow pus. It says. He needed a supply of cowpox pus and went to the Pruitt farm where some of the cows still had the disease. Yeah, we so, went through this. We did this. Well, we, 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 just had, yeah. we just had a doctor on that, was, that you know, informed us that they yeah, were using snake venom. You know? That's what it you is. Know, they yeah, well, they poisoned us in different ways. Yes. Yeah, and another yeah, one I'm I'm working on. It's called uh, uh, I mean, which I'll which I'll which I have on the computer. I've got to you know print them out and 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 and, and I do the artwork for them. Um, and it's it's called man-made version of a poisonous snake. Yeah, that's all it is. That's so what a vaccine is. Yeah, and so I drew uh, uh, I, I draw or will will draw a. Uh, uh, a hypodermic needle, and then it says poison on it. And then I then I I put uh, for the for the needle. The needle is like the like the fang, you know, it's like a single fang. And the, you know, it's the vaccine venom. And uh, uh, but I mean, if 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 you think about it, it's it's uh, you know, it's like a little plastic. Little plastic viper with the poison in there, and uh, and they're it's like they're injecting you with this poison, like like a poisonous snake, you know. Um, and people go, oh, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get uh, vaccinated. Oh yeah, it's, you're gonna get, <laughs> you know, injected with poison, you know, like a like a like a. You got too much background noise, Walt. But anyway, let, let me just let me just interject. Because what you do, what you've done, and what I, the reason why I brought this forward is that we are finding out, and and actually we've been told by both the CDC and the FDA that, and the NIH and the NCI and the and the uh, NAID, even Fauci, 
uh, all of what we've been told is is all just a bunch of hooey. It, it, it has it has no medical. It makes no sense medically, and there are many doctors now who have taken and broken that down and have shown, for example, Dr. Uh, uh, Stella Emanuel from Cameroon, who was in, uh, who went to medical school in Nigeria. She's now in jail because she was in D.C. In, on January 6th because she stood on the Capitol steps and said that there's no, this, this is no problem. We, we know how to handle this. You know, people get sick every year because they eat themselves sick and then they don't clean out and they, they don't have a body cleansing. And so then, then they get uh, various forms of illness. The body uh, might heat up, but the body might cool down. You might get the chills. You, I mean, all these different symptoms are different in different people because of different time periods. In, in how the body reacts to being poisoned. And if you ingest all this flesh, like so many people do every day, tw- twice, three times a day, eating, eating cooked flesh, that then is further uh, digested uh, partially because we don't have all the digestive juices to digest flesh, and then it goes into the small intestines where it rots. And that's where the toxemia, you have 30 feet of intestine that are uh, uh, arranging uh, a very high toxic waste that should be getting out of the body, but some, because people do not eliminate what they ingest, it stays in the body and makes them sick. This is, this is ABC, yeah. one, two, three, do, re, me, people. Right. This is and, not rocket science. You know, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Tarek, it, it, and I've mentioned this to Tarek. It's it's interesting that the word sick, it sounds like toxic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's toxic. But what, what, let me get back to uh, the what I was talking about, the uh, the house cleaning. Yeah. So Louis Pasteur blamed the cause of disease on germs, see? And yeah. and it's it's all it's in uh uh um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the book. It's called Rebuild Your Health by Ann Wigmore. <clears throat> and Ann Wigmore, she basically said when she talks about germs, she says that, um, that you know, they're part of the, part of the um, healing and that they're, they're the cleanup crew. I mean, basically, they're, they're the cleanup crew. So you've got the house cleaning. And then the cleanup that breaks down the toxic waste. And uh, also it's in uh, the contagion myth by Dr. Uh, um, Dr. Cowan. And uh, so you basically, and then in, in Dr. Cowan's book, The um, uh, Breaking the Spell, The Scientific Evidence for Ending the COVID Delusion. So Dr. So Dr. Cowan, um, when on page eight, he he kind of talks about which, which I need to write to him and and, and uh, you know ask him. <clears throat> but what I what I think they consider a so-called virus is, or what they uh, what they call a, a so-called virus, it's just a, a mi- microscopic little particle inside uh, that they can see inside a. Um, a microscope, an electron microscope. And like Tark was saying, every day you have new cells that replace old cells. 
Mm-hmm. And so, so the okay. and, and it's just the it's just the broken it's just the broken particles, the little particles from the broken down cells that are about to be eliminated. And so they 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 call they blame that on the as the cause of the disease when it's not the cause of the disease. It's just it's just a normal breakdown of of the cells. And and Dr. Collins said it's the normal breakdown breakdown inevitable breakdown of of the of the tissues so i i am assuming that's what he's talking about so well so, oh, yeah whatever what it is it's, when, it's, it's what an imaginary cause what anyway. happened when you've been poisoned what happened when you've been poisoned when they put poison in, into you well poisons are absorbed differently by different people but daily we are we are absorbing uh, asbestos from the brakes. We are in the air. We're in the dust. We're uh, uh, no. Uh, it's, been, it's, it's been specifically stated that we've been poisoned by snake venom. So what do you oh, do okay. if you've been oh. by snake snake poison? You have to have an antidote. You have to have some kind of uh, of, uh, right. of, of something that that uh, stops the the uh, the poisoning effects. But uh, you see, what we do is uh, we say that you you have to first of all you have to know what ingredients are there, and then then you once you start you figure out what ingredients are there you you then go ahead and put in uh, the the kinds of herbs that will drive that out of the body, such as for example uh, dandelion root tea. Uh, people who've been jabbed uh, can take dandelion root tea along with uh, soursop tea, soursop leaf tea, and, um, and, and uh, jasmine tea. These teas, will, and, and also cilantro tea. Yeah, cilantro is another one. All of these four elements I just mentioned, they all are, uh, when you uh, drink these teas, they get into the bloodstream and they stifle these uh, mo- molecular elements that are in the shot. Remember, you're getting a, something in a hypodermic needle that are just tiny, tiny molecules, many, many, many molecules, along with many toxins. And so what, what happens is you're, you use the herbs to flush out both the toxins and the, you know, the other elements there uh, uh, so that you, you restore the normal flow of the blood. You see, because remember, the blood goes from your, the seven pints of blood go from your head to your feet, back to your head every 16 seconds. So this is why tea is so effective, because if you get these teas going in the body of people who've been jabbed, what happens is that that stuff is eliminated. They end up uh, uh, excreting it through the urine and feces, you see. And that's, where you, that's what we have to increase in the population, more cleansing more cleansing because that's why and and so when you tell people to hold back their money and then you know and they're used to running to the store every day uh eating junk you know it's hard to get them to do that you know but if you can get people to start doing what i call a a three day a month uh uh cleanse which is which is which is about five days wherein you don't eat a whole lot and and it is a, a lemon juice. It's a, the juice from three lemons and a, and a couple of lime, 
and then you put uh, a tablespoon of uh, maple syrup, and you put a, a pinch of cayenne pepper and a quart of water, and you shake it up and make it to lemonade. It's a lemon lime, lemon limeade that you drink, and you drink two of those in one day, and and a couple of quarts of water to keep yourself full, so you don't be hungry, and you do that for three days a month. That's that's something that I think once we start doing that and and we start finding out, oh my goodness, this is how you feel. Yeah, this is how you really feel when you're cleaned out. See, because that's what people don't realize that they are so full of toxins. Plus, the the country is putting and dumping toxins on everybody. And Time Magazine report had its cover twice for the first time in its history, re, re, uh, repeated its cover, uh, calling it the poisoning of America. Now, I don't think they did that for the hell of it. And so I think people should go back and look at what Time Magazine said about the toxic waste and the poisoning of America, because it's worse than it was then. And that's in the 80s that came out. You see, so we yeah, have a lot. We just been poisoned. We just right, been, and we have a know. lot. And our and our children need to have protection from a lot of this, especially in where they're sleeping and in the home uh, with the water that they uh, bathe in and drink uh, uh, and use to, to drink. Uh, it, it has to be clean, and and those. Uh, s- solutions are available right now. I've had one for, for, for some 40-some years uh, called the Multi-Pure Drinking Water System. It's the best that it's, it's the best that's ever been out. It's the most tested on the market that ever has been out, 50 years old. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And, it's, you know, it has uh, so much, and we have all the, the laboratory testing to prove that it does what it says. And and you get a lifetime warranty on the product. How's that? And how can you get a lifetime so how warranty? Do people, how do people? How do people get get this? How do people get that? How do people get that? Well, I, they can contact me. I will show them. Or you can go to multipure.com uh, on the internet and and go look at the products and look at the the history of the company. And, and study for yourself what, what the product is and see that, it, it, I mean, there's nothing it, with very little equivalent products on the market, very little. I mean, that, would, that okay. can really compete. Right. So, you know, this is all available so at your fingers. Rem- that's one of the remedies. Okay, go yeah, ahead. The other is the air. Air purification is extremely important, especially with the children because of all the plastics and all the gases that they're ingesting every day uh, because of the synthetic lifestyle we have uh, if, uh, for the most part and, and don't really know that we're doing what we're really doing. And that is, uh, it, it is a fact that the, in the United States, the people in this country poison themselves 20 to 40 times a day just because of the industrial uh, uh, way of life that we have and live. And, and the, the results of and the outcomes of this industrial pollution and products that cause the production, the pollution and the, and the mess that we're in. So, again, folks, we have the solutions to all of this 
and we we just need again to start doing the connection, doing the doing the uh, the uh, networking that we all know how to do. We do it all. Everybody knows ten people. This is how you this is how you grow. You don't grow one by one. You grow multiplication. You multiply, and that's what we have been now, doing. Now, when you do that, you cleanse, and don't you have to repair after the cleanse? So you cleanse yourself before, out, and then before, then you. Before we go, before mm-hmm. we go to that, may I interject something okay. right here? Yes, yes. Um, and I agree with uh, Brother Tariq. I, I used to sell those multipures as well, and the air purer fires as well. But if if a corporation can create a a system to purify the water, what's the problem with our government and this reservation uh, reservoirs curing fire, purifying the water that we drink every day and that we bathe in and cook in? And that's what mm-hmm. we're saying. We've got to go to the core, to the cause of this effect. Mm-hmm. And what we've done mm-hmm. here, we went down and challenged the, the county commission yep. about the water supply and about the, the uh, fluoride that was in the water and the chemicals that are in the water that they can prevent, that they can stop and they can clean it up, but they won't. And the reason they won't is because they're taking control of the country and they're poisoning mm-hmm. the American people, not just us. So the only people who are able to get through this are those who have the money to purchase yeah. those machines uh, to purify their water in their homes and keep their, you know, their bodies cleaner than we are. But there's so much mm-hmm. education that has to go along with this. We've got to teach them to get out of the McDonald's and the Burger Kings eating that poison and oh, understand the food. Good, oh, I got a good one for that. that. The food that you're oh. eating, the food that you're eating, that we must grow our own food. We must grow our own uh of food from our own people who are going to do the right thing by all of the people. So, yep. you know, we've got to have solutions to these problems that are that exist, and they've been here for a long and we, time. And uh, we got to so know that, how that, to cook. I just I, – and we have to know how to cook because prepare. I just ate a um, – I ate a, a pizza that was a, a, a Mac. It was not a – it tasted like a Big Mac. But it was no meat. It was a yeah. vegan pizza, and I mean it was mm. delicious. But I, I really taste. I thought I was eating a Big Mac. It tastes just like a Big, Big Mac. But no, that's just, we got to change how we cook. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yep. Well, where Absolutely. we eat from, uh, who who we eat yeah. from, and right. you know, we just got to take charge of our lives now. You know, we don't yeah, have time. You know, to go back and chat, you know, we know what's going on. Like I said, Dick Gregory pointed all of this stuff out years ago, but we didn't listen to him. Okay, nope. years ago. This is nothing new. None of this is new that we've heard. They've just That's escalated correct. it and tried to get more people to kill themselves. So mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. here to stop it. That's what the, the so. Oh yeah, let me let me for. break in here real quick. Uh, it, uh, I mentioned this to Tarek that uh, you know the vaccines are the it's it's the perfect it's the perfect crime i mean it's the perfect murder yeah they, perfect they crime can, they can yeah they can murder murder people and and they don't right. get thrown in jail they don't get thrown in prison and nope. uh they go oh it's all in the name oh it's going to make you immune or it's going to you know 
oh, <laughs> name old. We, we need to do this, you know, and it's all a fraud, yeah. all a complete and, and utter medical fraud, the whole thing. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. that was what that's what these doctors are all coming out with now that they're saying and they're finding out that this whole thing was a hoax from start. If you go back and read the Rockefeller Foundation memo, they tell you exactly page by page. They show you exactly what has happened this, this entire time. And it's, an all, it's, an, it's a worldwide plan that they've put on us, and they've done it. And, and now people are awakening to it and are, come, are becoming aware of it and are, are, are saying, look at the nurses in New York. They're saying no more. This is enough. You know, they're, they're understaffed and overworked, and, and the system itself is, is not helping anyone, not making anyone well. In fact, the whole ventilator thing that they did to all these elders was a literal mass murder because those ventilators were uh, uh, wrong, wrongly calculated, and, and once they were, uh, the, well, uh, these elders were put on these ventilators, their, their lungs blew up. And that's what killed them, and it didn't take long for that to happen. So, you know, we, we have to know what happened, folks, because once you see how they have done these things over and over, there's a pattern. It's like uh, uh, Gil Scott Heron said at one time, back when uh, Tricky Dick and his boys were running, he said, the Haldeman, Ehrlichman, uh, Mitchell, and Dean, it follows a pattern, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Yeah. And that's what's going on. They, they, they just keep the pattern going over and over, and we have to stop it, folks. But that's exactly why I've said what I've said all along, that um, right. we've known these things. Now, when are we putting the solutions together to save the people from this or to teach the people how we can handle these conditions that are being presented to us and by who? Who is handling mm-hmm. We are trusting a government that's selling us out and is murdering us. Okay, now how do we do that? We run... We, we run to, to vote and to be, be a part of it, and we nope. become an elected official, and we support what they're doing. So, you know, we just got to get ourselves better organized as a people. And, uh, and I say well, people, I mean a, a free people have to get together all over the planet. It ain't just a, a here in America. It's all over the world now. Yeah. And we, we got to also understand. We got to also understand that they have flipped things on us. The people is the government, and they are the corporation. They got us thinking that they're the government. And once we understand that the people are the government, they're not the government. And we have, well, to, we I, have to stand up. Mm-hmm. That's how this so thing works. Let, let me government break in the, here. Uh, it's the, supposed um, to be a government of the people by the people and for the people, and that's what the grassroots assembly is. It's an organization of people, of the grassroots, to take charge of what their lives are. And when we do that, we will find out that we are the majority, that there's no way they could win a true and, and, and a, a true election. There's no way they could win it. It's just like what they did in South Africa when uh, they released Mandela from prison and they called for an election. How in the hell are they supposed to win an election in South Africa when they're less than 1% of the population? So they <laughs> lied to us again, and they took, over the, the, uh, they took over the country. They're running the country as we speak, 
and Mr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Elon Musk is a South African who's made billions of dollars off of the slave labor of blacks in South Africa. We have to understand what these things mean and who we are and what we can do to put a stop to this stuff. You know, right. your money is one of the ways to do that. Stop financing mm-hmm. your own demise. And, you know, right. you just got to stand up and do this. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Now, I, what I would you say, to... Wally? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I, I had mentioned, uh, you know, David Jose. He's, I mean, the beauty party, he's melanated. Right. And he, he says that he's the, uh, the um, what does he say? He's the, you know, from the ghetto. <laughs> he was, you know, from Michigan. And, uh, he, you know, from the ghetto. But he's, he got, uh, you know, he, he discovered, you know, through the state constitutions. And he's, he's uh, if you follow David, it's Dave Jose or David Jose. Uh, and he's on, uh, on uh, it's a, there's Dave Cares for You. He's on Telegram. And he's now on uh, uh, Twitter now. And uh, he discovered it in the state constitution. In, in all the state constitutions on the, on, on the Declaration of Rights, you know, it says the people have all political power. All and, the power, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and, the, not you? and they all take an oath of office. But he does, he's, but, but I mean, if, if you listen to him and follow him, and he's, uh, he's uh, doing incredible things. He's getting, you know, uh, there's like thousands of uh, uh, notices and affidavits. He got the uh, the the audit going in um, in uh, the uh, in the in Arizona. Uh, he lives in Arizona, <clears throat> and um, and he, so he does that. That we are are to instruct the government as as the people, and the highest right. status, the very highest status, is is as the people. So uh, if you follow Dave Jose, it's uh, Dave. Dave cares for you, uh, or uh, and um, on Twitter and uh, and uh, uh, let's see, he's on Twitter and also uh, I just mentioned the other one. Um, mm-hmm. Telegram. So uh, Telegram, Telegram, and uh, that's what I that's what I would suggest. Well, so if, that's, if, that's if you another. want, I, I, Tarek, my gr- girlfriend, left. <laughs> she went in the other room. So I pulled up the what I read. Do you hear that? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> so I call this one the, the contagion, and in parentheses I put contagio, contact, and then superstition, it's false belief. And I put under the law of cause and effect, all causes have effects. Disease, lack of ease is an effect. Under the law of cause and effect, there is zero contagion, in parentheses that put imaginary cause. Therefore, contagion is under the category of superstition, as false belief. In the great AIDS hoax, T.C. Fry stated, contagion was born from demonology. In olden times, diseases meant that you were possessed by demons. A virus is an evil spirit. In other words, contagion was born from demonology. Demonology is the ancient superstition that disease is caused by demons or evil spirits, an imaginary cause. Virology is a sub-superstition of demonology, an imaginary cause. 
A virus, the Latin word for poison, is an imaginary cause of disease, like a demon or an evil spirit. The medical, uh, medical definition of contagion, in parentheses I put Latin word, contagio, contact, is disease transmission by direct or indirect contact. Contagion, contagio or contact, is based on the superstition that contact is a cause. In regards to cause and effect, the definition of contagion should read zero effect, zero cause by zero cause or zero cause. This one, I have to move it up. Under the law of cause and effect, there is only cause and effect. Therefore, the following words are superstitious nonsense. Contagion, contagious, contact. Uh, variations of the word contact, transmission, uh, communicable, passing, infection, outbreak, spread, virus. Under the law of cause and effect, there is zero contagion, imaginary cause. So what do you think of that? That's it. That's what I've, this is what I've been teaching, trying to teach for years, that there's no such a thing as cooties, you guys. You remember back in the day when we were children, it was about the cooties. You didn't want no cooties on you. This is all they're, this is all they're literally saying, because if they don't have a $3 million electron microscope, there's no way they can even see what they're calling virus, which is, like he says, a Latin word for poison. And, uh, you know, it's all superstition. And they've been and, – and actually, Dr. Stephen Lanka from Germany, one of the top – PhDs in virology in Europa, in in Germany, he claims that it's all a bunch of mythology, folks, and that's okay, what it comes so down. Yeah, they've been is, pumping so this game on us. Is there a difference between a virus and poisoning? I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not getting it. I mean, I'm, something's just not connecting with me. A virus is a, a template or a pattern. This is the medical dictionary's definition. It is a template or a pattern. It has no metabolism and no decision-making faculties. So can it do anything? No. So, so the, what people are dying from are poisoning and poisoning That's of right. themselves through what they are eating and drinking and thinking. That's what people are dying from. Not and no. They being, so, and they, and, so wait and they are so you saying that they're not dying from, from the, the snake venom and other things that they have poisoned us with? Well, yeah. Now that, they've, now that the people have accepted that there was this so-called virus that made them sick, and then they run to the, to the with the preach, preachers, have them run to the place and put their arms out and get stuck with the poison. Well, once you've taken that, now that's, you have been poisoned. Yes. That's no, I'm well, saying that. Yeah, we've been poisoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm saying that the, the actual poisoning and the, and the actual reduction of the population down to manageable numbers is what is going on with the jabs. Because that's what we're going to see between now, 2023, and 2025. You're going to see massive numbers of people dying off from these death shots. Dr. Tenpenny, drtenpenny.com, go look at it for yourself. 
She gives you all the ingredients. She shows you that if you put these poisons in your body, you got six months to two years. That's what what is this, the truth. So I'm I'm going to listen to she because she has never been vaccinated, but she's studied the whole thing and she knows it very well. Well, back, if I'm if I may, uh, back in the in the eighties or the nineties, I fought the federal government to stop them from vaccinating my children in the public school system in Miami. And everybody turned against me because I stood up to the government and said, no, you're not going to vaccinate them. And they did yeah. not, okay, because they didn't want the battle that they thought they were going to have uh, uh, from me. And I was only because I was president of the SCLC then here. So they thought that was going to be a big battle. And it would have been if enough people mm-hmm. understood uh, why mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to vaccinate my children. But my point is this, until we teach these mothers and these children that do not get vaccinated, and until we organize ourselves so that if the government, those who are in control of our government, uh, uh, try to force us to do things that we're not, we don't want to do or shouldn't do, then we have the right to in, to enforce what you're saying, uh, Tariq, the constitutional yes. law on them, and that there we, we then must have enough uh, organization about ourselves to get the sheriffs and those who are being charged with constitutional law and those who have been charged with the spiritual law to do the right thing. The problem exactly. has been that they have all sold us out and they're doing what the money calls for them to do. And that goes for the sheriffs, that goes for the preachers, that goes for the lawyers, the doctors, the Indian chiefs, and we have right. brought them to the, to the table. We've asked them, them on other shows to do the right thing, to do the right, right. thing. So are you direct? We have to first get organized to the point where we have that kind of uh, 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 togetherness to make these things happen. Yep. No, I'm I'm agreeing, Ray, because we what I'm saying is these people that are claiming to be public servants and claiming to do this and that and don't do what they're supposed to do and don't do what we want them to do, we have the remedy, folks. It was given to us in 1946, right after the war. When, when everybody was scrambling, but getting back together and trying to get set it up and the American dream and the blah, 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 and the blip, 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 and all of that. And so most people didn't get the Administrative Procedures Act, see, because what happens is you have the right and you have the duty to ask these people for their papers. In other words, you can do exactly what they do to us, come up. May I see your papers, please? Yeah, I want to know if you have your papers in order for you to be in that position, for you to tell me anything, okay? Because, because, and this is how we do this. It's very simple. It's either two, two letters, two pages, or, or it's uh, 12 pages. It's a, it's a document which is called the Notice by Written Communication and Security Agreement which is a contract that as soon as though whomever you send this to, as soon as they get it in their possession, they agree, they consent, they, um, uh, they agree, they consent, they also, uh, oh, and they waive all defenses. And what, so, happens, and what happens when they don't do what they're supposed to do? What, what right, a lot of them don't. 
They don't. They don't. And they're not going to because they can't. They've been and this doing is it, what they've been it, doing it for the last they've been doing it for the last four hundred years. Why don't they do it no, now? No, it ain't been no four hundred years. But it, it but we know how to put the stop to it and I'm telling you this works. This has worked, it will work if we do it. Now, and I say this because I've I've proven it over the past twenty five years. I have the cases, I have all the charges, I can show the whole thing to anybody who wants to see it. That they are nobody, because if you understand who you are, then you ask them for their paperwork, and guess what they will do? They will default every time because they can't answer you, because they don't do what they're supposed to do. They're corporate. Remember, the thing was changed in 1872. It's all corporate. They do what they want to do. So we say to them, excuse me, may I see your papers, please? Could you show me your uh, t- your oath of office and your bond, especially your bond, because they have to have an insurance policy to protect us from Everything them, folks. Everything. And, and, and a lot of people yeah. go right to a lot of people go right to where they bonds are at. So mm-hmm. you know they they go right where their bonds, uh, where they get their bonds uh, from. Mm-hmm. You're from the insurance so company. Yeah, they yes. have to be insured. They have to. Yes. Be. they have to give it to you by law, by their law and their rules. If you ask for it, they must give it to you or tell you where it but is. But they not. But, but they but don't. You have to take it upon yourself to go find it because a lot of people yeah. they they not asking them. They going to get it themselves. So That's if they it. don't give it to it, then they have the remedy. Mhm. There you go. There you go. Because you see, this is what this is what is done. Once you put them on the spot for their being supposed public servants, and you present them with the public servant questionnaire, which they must fill out uh, according to their own rules, by the way, and you send them a notice and demand for credentials and identification quo warranto, which uh, asks them for ten particular things that they must have in place before they take office and that they have 72 hours to respond and that uh, if they, if they disagree or if they have some problem, they must, uh, they must present all those documents. First of all, they must present all those 10 things that we're, they're asking for. They must send those certified copies to, to the notary. That is the address below. That's, that's, that's how you get the confession from them. You see, because what happens is you ask them to prove up who they are, and guess what they don't do? They don't prove up who they are, and so therefore you have them in default and dishonor and nihil desit, which means you did not speak. You said nothing. So once you, do, once you get them in that position, now the notary has to fill out what, it, what is called a certificate of non-response uh, uh, by the by the uh, uh, whatever official supposed official it is, and therefore that's the funds that help us to do what we need to get done. That's where we start picking them off and asking them for their paperwork and billing them, sending them a bill because you are they work for us. We don't work for them. You send them a bill and you bill them clearly for what they're supposed to do. And if they don't do it, then they, that bill becomes theirs 
in their private capacity. And if they cannot pay it, we can take it out of their in bankruptcy. We can put them in involuntary bankruptcy, or we can go to the U.S. Treasury and put and present the do, the documentation and and get our check. You know, like Martin Luther King was trying to get our people to go to D.C. to get their check. Wasn't that the reason you were going to D.C.? Yeah. And somehow we forgot about our checks. But see, this is how you get your check. And, and, and you don't really do anything. Actually, they do it for you. Because in their fraud, they prove to the world, they confess on the public record, that they are not who they say they are, and they don't have what they're supposed to have. And what they're doing is what they call misprision of felony. Yeah, and that is to take, that's how you take them to the marshal, and the marshal, you take it to the marshal, and you have the marshal go take them out of office, take them out of there. Yeah, or and you can't you get to use the, their and you, you you can't use their court system because the courts are corrupt no. too. Right? No, yeah, you don't you don't do it in their court. You do it in the public court. See, that, that's our court, the public court. That's why we do this because they will confess every time. The reason why is because it's corporate. Remember, it's corporate, and they don't do what they're supposed to do. They think they can skip this, and uh, we'll worry about that later. And, uh, yeah, I got a meeting I got to go to, and, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll handle that later. You know, that and, kind and, of stuff. And, you have to, and you have to do them like they do us. When, when we don't pay our bills, what do they do? They put it on our credit report. You know, right. and after your credit report, you you know, your ratings go down. You can't get credit mm-hmm. and stuff like the same thing with them. Well, but it's and, worse and, for them. And they're Johns and, they're Johns and Brad Street and they bonds yeah, and things. Yeah. That, that, that makes their credit report go down. They're, yes, they're you know. Would you yes, explain? What do you say? Would you explain to the people the difference between the public court and uh, the corporate court? Oh, well, the public court is is you uh, uh, getting the Secretary of State's representative, the commissioned officer of the Secretary of State, the public notary public, to assist you in requesting the paperwork for the various people claiming to be public servants causing you problems or harassing you, or for whatever reason, uh, uh, you know that these situations, or for not doing their job, for for not for diverting the money from our community to their community, and and the kinds of of, uh, of shenanigans that go on all the time that we that we know about and that we can do something about, but we just don't have, know the mechanisms. Well, here is the, one of the major mechanisms and remedies you have is by demanding from them, and I plan to do this this week. I'm going to go down here this coming week to City Hall in Los Angeles and demand that Kevin DeLeon get his behind up out of there, okay, as a, from City Hall as a, as a city councilman because he is a, you know, he has violated his, his oath of office, especially uh, in that taped uh, presentation that we heard of him sitting there going along with all the racial, racialist crap that they was they was spinning therein, you know, like the good old boys club, 
they all of a sudden were all together there, and no, the no Hispanics were all together there, and they started talking about, can start talking about folks, you know, like they really feel. Yeah, that's what came out. See, and and so he's there sitting there, but he, but the lady had enough integrity to step down, because she was the one who was the ringleading of the whole thing. So at least she had the integrity to step down. He's talking about he don't he ain't stepping down. He's not resigning. The other people resigned. He's not. See, and and neither is that the other one that uh, uh, Castilla. No, what's his name? Uh, anyway, uh, the other, the other, the other the, the, also the <clears throat> Secretary of State has a dual role. The Secretary of State has is public and private. Yes, correct. That is correct. But the, but we don't, but these people are the public side. And they're claiming to have taken an oath in to have that job, and so once that has once that has transpired, now you have the right and the duty to any time you feel like it, ask them for their paperwork to see if they've done what they're supposed to do. Otherwise, you know they end up doing what they should. Well, most of them don't have it. That's what you find out. That's what that's what's so ugly about it, folks you find out that most of them don't even bother because they found out from whomever was got them in, oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, we yeah, we got that handled. We'll, we'll do that later. We'll catch up on that. You know, this is, you got to realize, this is corporate, folks. This is the corporate and then stand. You, and then you also have to really start, people need to start looking into the post office not the yes, United ma'am. States Postal Service. That's no, not the corporation. They, they need to look at the post office. Okay. You can yes, also ma'am. use that. That worked for the people. That They were there before the corporations came about. Right. So see. that's where you – and why do you think they have uh, – what do they call them? Uh, a, a general post office general. That's military. <laughs> The post yes, postmaster general. That's military. Postmaster general. Yeah, postmaster general. That's a military. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That because they have to be in guard of the of the gold and the money. They are. They got yeah. the the fund, the money. See, this country, uh, as we will find out Sunday from the brother that you say you're going to join us on Sunday. Uh, you know, yeah. this country. Rob, is, Rob uh, Hayes will be with us Sunday. Yeah, Rob Hayes. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. yeah, he's he's fixing to show, he's fixing to lay it out. First of all, folks, this country is out of bankruptcy. It no longer exists. Do you know that? That's the thing we ought to know. Nobody can be arrested and pr- charged and all that kind of stuff because the United States Corporation, the one that they're claiming is the USA, which is not. United States Corporation no longer exists. It is dissolved. Came out of bankruptcy for the last time, 2019. So go look it up. Uh, you know, but Tariq ain't just talking smack. I, I know all of this. I found it out. Go look it up for yourself. So what happens so when you've got to take part it back of the education. to the people? Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. what you're doing all over, over the world. These, the people are coming together. To try to take yep. back their governments, and they're being attacked yeah. by the military that's controlled by the government. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazil, they're going through it right now. Uh, in Africa, they're going through it in different countries. Uh, mm-hmm. Libya, you know, went through it. Uh, it's the same situation. It's the same people doing the same thing. And um, uh, at some point, we need to but, understand that that's what it is and position ourselves to, to address it when it comes. And that's all we're saying. Let's, put, let's organize so that we can be in position to deal with it and uh, from the people's perspective. And uh, I don't think that we are there yet, and we're working on that uh, to be able to get there. But in the, in the meantime, we've got so many things that we must do, and it takes right. all of us, like I said. Uh, right. all, roads, all roads leave home, and we all have a role to play. We need to play That's our right. roles and get this done, yes. Yeah, form some committees that will will start looking into and developing this process, this administrative process, Wherever they are, you're going to find uh, these criminals. They're all a bunch of criminals because they've all skipped over or just don't do or don't bother with the things that they're supposed to do uh, uh, in order to be uh, in the so-called positions that they're in. And so what happens is unless you check them, they're going to continue doing it. That's all. And, and checking them is not, making any, is not uh, threatening you in any way. Because, again, you have an enlist, the Secretary of State's office, in front of you as your witness, you see. And that's where we get them, because that's how you get the public confession. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for them to default. And once they do, we got them, you see, because there's a bill that goes along with that, see. And that bill has to be paid. And so how do you collect? Okay, well, you take it, uh, you know, 60 days. You have your, uh, your de- demand for payment. After 60 days, they don't pay. Then you, you, you uh, quadruple the, the amount uh, of, the, of the bill because they didn't, com- they didn't uh, comply or, or perform after the 60 days. And so then you take that amount to the Treasury Department and present your public, and that's what I'm trying to get people to see. This is the public way of getting them to confess that they're not who they say they are. And it works every time because, remember, they've been incorporated since 1872, and they've been uh, flipped over and, uh, and, and, gone and come out of back bankruptcy four times, and after the fourth time in 2019, they're no longer, they did, they're dissolved, you see. And, and that means that you've got to go to your congressional record on your computer. You put in congressionalrecord.com or .gov or whatever, and then you put in uh, uh, March 9, 1933, and then you read what it says. It, it tells you right there. United and States I gave you the pages. The pages is what 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 is uh, seventy eight, seventy nine, yep. eighty, fifty one yep. to eighty three. So I read those pages there. <laughs> I guess what I'm talking about. See, yeah, see, and 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 there's no excuse, you know, because everybody's got fingers except for those who don't have arms and hands. But but most people have fingers that they can go on the computer, and and put in these words. And get the information. That's all it is. I mean, it's, that's how simple it really is, folks. And once we get that pattern going, 
you know, because it takes 30 days to break a habit, you know. And if you can get people 30 days to comply with certain practices, get them to do things, in thir- you know, over and over for 30 days that, that they benefit from, of course, not just getting them to do something for nothing. But uh, once you do that, you Go ahead. And that's what people have an issue with because we've been taught a certain way, and 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 it's not the way we've been taught. And and nope. to, to unlearn the way with the way that we have been taught that that's been the problem. Once that's, you get past that, then you know it gets easier. Well, that's well, yeah. exactly and what I, the grassroots assembly is doing. Well, that's what we're doing as we speak. Uh, right. We are learning, and uh, we're getting this information. People will tune in and learn as we go. And but it's up mm-hmm. to you all, those who are listening, those who are calling in. You must follow the, the lead. We've given you the information. Follow it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, follow it. Test us. You know, we're not going to lie to you. We're not trying to get, you know, if you do these things, uh, they will work. But you have to do them. You have to do them. Uh, we right. can't do it for you. You have to do them now. Tariq has given you, and Beverly has just, have given you the information. You guys should be on your computers right now, uh, <laughs> testing this out. Test it out. See if we're lying to you, because we're not. We're trying to show right. you a way out of this thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need to hurry and get it done. But that's what organization does. It organizes the people to make a move collectively to address issues. And like I said, get ten people together and go down to your commission and demand that they take this poison out of your water supply. They can do it right there at the reservoir and make Tomorrow. them do it. Okay. Yeah. And if they don't, then you follow this, this instruction that Tariq has given you. Demand their, their, yeah. their records. Okay. So that's how we got to get this thing. Yeah. And, and this, is, this is not, this is not, we're not calling out everybody to do this because we know everybody is not busy, you know, everybody's busy and, Everybody right. Got all right. Right. Those who will, you know, come on. Let's 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 come get let's come together. Let's sit down. Let me show you this. Let me show you how easy this is. Especially y'all love to put stuff on the computer, but it's it's two pages. These two page letters are just so beautifully written. And, and then of course called, that's, that's uh-huh. what we call that's what we call leadership. Okay. Yeah. You're showing the people the way out of a mess. And it's right. a very simple and easy way to, uh, and we, you know, we're going to back up what we're saying to you. We're going to mm-hmm. back it up. And there's so much that goes with it, and there's so many yep. people who can help and assist you. But you got to, you know, you got to do it, like Tariq says. You don't have to read all this stuff because Tariq has already read it, and he's just sharing. It. He's sharing it with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank God for him and others like him who have and read and studied. Yeah, yeah, I say yeah. others like him who've studied this, these kinds of things. And are willing to share that information, but we the ones that are gonna to have to do these things. Give them that. Give them that address. That that web address uh, again. Give them all of it again, uh, please, Tariq, so that they can write it down. Which one now? The um, congressional. The um, yeah. You go to yeah. You go to the, yeah. So you, this is where you how you find out what we're saying about the United States and that having no money. There's no money in this country. All this what we're walking around with, this paper, is notes. It's it's something you owe. It ain't something you got. That's what you better learn, the name of the, the words, you know, and 
You want to find out what happened in 1933. The United States was a part of the the Geneva Convention of the 10 countries that were there and met and decided a bunch of things internationally. And all of them declared bankruptcy in the Rothschild-run and owned city of London. And that was and is in the congressional record, March 9th, 1933. You can read it, page, uh, the sister just gave you the pages, 78, uh, whatever, all the pages right there. 83. 83, yeah. And so, you you know, and and then once you see that, you're going to just say, whoa, Uh uh-huh, and then what? Okay, so if that's the case, then who are all these people uh, arresting people and putting them in jail? What? And that's why you got Mr. Uh, Gascon and these and these some of these DAs who are out here, you know, uh, letting people go because it's you know they're, fi- they're people are finding out, folks, what to do. Yeah. I spent three hundred. I spent in two thousand and four. I spent two three hundred and thirteen days locked up. And I learned a whole lot of stuff, believe me. They moved me 32 times. I got the, what they call the diesel therapy. And as soon as I got where I got, the young brothers would call me over, hey, OG, over here. And they called me over, and I would lay, and then I'd sit with them, and we'd rap, and then I'd, and then I'd end up writing uh, four or five uh, book lists. These are the books you all need to read. And they would just get them, and everybody had you know, and everybody wrote up one, and everybody had one, and then pretty soon, and in the next two days, I was out of there. They pulled me back into downtown, and then in downtown, the, the young people did the same thing, and then they moved me back out there, thirty-two times, folks. That's and I, you know, I got and, pulled over by the police and um, got a ticket. Wrote the judge a letter. I didn't have to go to court. It was resolved. I just gave them the, the laws, their laws. <laughs> that all you did is write a letter. And I'm not, go, I'm not stepping up in their courtroom. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely and correct. the judge wrote me back. And the judge wrote me back. I didn't have to go to court. Right. Well, here's, here's what we do as well. We write the letter to the judge. And we like to write the letter to the prosecuting, and and when and you don't have to go in there, because nope. if you go in if you go in the door, you're literally on board ship. That's what you got to understand. Yeah. But however, if the, if you answer it to your if you hear your name and you stand up and you answer to it by saying, "I'm here on that matter," okay, well, and, and so then. then Huh? Go ahead. I'm here on behalf of that matter. Right. I'm here on behalf of that matter. And 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 as far as I know, that this court is operating in bankruptcy, and there no one can be charged with anything, and my case is dismissed, and you walk out. Yeah, it's different oh, ways, this, not just no one yeah, way. There's, there's we, all we, kinds we of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, not just all kinds one way. Yeah. I agree. But it, it, it can yeah. be done. It's being, it's yeah. being done. It can be done. It works. You know, you got to have yeah. gumption. you got to have a little gumption because, you know, you're right. in there against You can't be afraid. You can't be, yeah, because uh, if you go in there and you got fear, 
then they just they just jump, they're gonna jump they're all gonna over you anyway. They're gonna eat you alive. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If you're fearful, then they're gonna really eat you alive. But if you're not, mm-hmm. you know, that way. I walked into the courtroom uh, once with my friends who were arrested for uh, they had some uh, airplane game they were playing doing, and and the people in Glendale had them arrested. So I put them on my UCC one. So they were my property. So I went through the court, yeah, to the, yeah. the courtroom and through the court gate and and told the judge, "Excuse me, sir, I need to I need to get my property here." And I put the I gave the clerk the the UCC one instrument, and and of course then four or five sheriffs jumped on me and put me in the tank in the back, you know, <laughs> and then they let me out later on, and and eleven of them took me in and and walked me out of the building all the way out of the building. Onto the street. <laughs> it was funny. I thought it was yeah. funny that, that, that it would they, they would do such a thing about one guy. You know, I, that showed me that we have a lot of power. See, that's what it showed mm-hmm. me. The people have. And and if you had ten or twenty people going to the to with you, they would have backed oh, up all yeah. the way. So backed up all yeah, the way. Yeah. That's, that's it. Because that's not only exactly that, right. while while that is being done. There are people who are losing their homes to these fraud foreclosures, Thanks. losing their jobs to this fraud yeah. government, uh, mm-hmm. losing their children to this fraud uh, uh, government, taking our children yeah. from their, from their yeah. parents, uh, giving our land away. And the only way to address it, just in my opinion, is to organize. And so that when right. you do go, with that information, that knowledge that you have, that you do not go alone. And that this thing yeah. has to happen all over the country at the same time. People right. are all over the country suffering, have a way to connect with each other to get this thing done because it'll work in every city in this country and every street if we organize yeah. it properly. It sure does. Yeah. It works every time because you and, – and see, even in the small towns you're going to find, you know, that, that this is correct. We went to a, a, a town in, in Nevada called uh, uh, Lincoln, Nevada, and they have a, a county seat there, and they had the county records and stuff. Uh, and, and so uh, one of the ladies there got, got a little uh, huffy, and so the, the people we were with told her, excuse me, uh, ma'am, uh, may, may I see your paperwork, please? <laughs> and, and you should have seen her, how she, all that huffiness just settled down real quick. <laughs> well, we're She's down to that. our last three uh, three minutes. So oh, wow. Have, uh, yeah. Do you have any um, information that you want people to contact you or anything you want to uh, say for these last yeah. three minutes? I do. I want people to, first of all, I want to talk. Uh, I texted you, but I don't know if you got it, but I texted you about mm-hmm. – uh, Simone's um, Pirate Jenny uh, performance, which I believe is the attitude we must all have, uh, because okay. uh, this, as you were telling me earlier today, this is war, folks. We are at war, folks. If you don't believe it, I'm sorry for you. That's all I can say. We, you know, I'm going to do what I got to do. But if you don't believe it, if you don't want to see it, that's on you. But we are at war. Mm-hmm. We are us from all directions, from the sky every day. I mean, all day today, yesterday, the clouds come in, you see the lines being 
uh, uh, laced in the sky and the, the you know, the, the chemtrails, you know, and they're continually and, uh, uh, seeding the skies. And, okay. and this is why we have an atmospheric river. And this is why we have a winter bomb in the okay. north and back where y'all live, you know. And so, and so I'm saying contact me at Tariq, Tariq Montuno, Tariq, T-A-R-I-K-M-O-N-T-U-N-O, at gmail.com with any questions you have, and I will do my best to get back to you and get get you the answers okay. or direction to where and, those and, answers are. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Tariq. And, and Elder Ray, do you have contact number or anything that you want people to get in contact with you before we go? Yes. Yes, I can be reached at 786-389. Did we lose you? Okay. I think we lost uh, El Duray. Well, thanks for joining. Please join me Sunday where I will have uh, Rod Hayes will be on with me Sunday, and that's some more information. It's about information now. So we get it. Yes, it has always been about information, but it's really uh, serious information. So join me Sunday. We're going to do the drum roll at, at 3 to 4, and 4 we'll have Rod Hayes on uh, with us. And thank you, Tyreek, and thank you, Elder Ray, and thank you, uh, family. Thank us. Uh, and uh, we'll talk with you Sunday. Better love. All right, where am I at here? Hey, yeah, we're the same brothers from a long time ago. We were talking about television and doing it on the radio. What we did was to help our generation realize they got to get out there and get busy because it wasn't going to be televised. We got respect for young rappers and the way they're freewaying. But if you're going to be teaching folks things, be sure you know what you're saying. Older folks in our neighborhood got plenty of know-how. Remember, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be out there now. And I ain't coming at you with no disrespect. All I'm saying is that you damn well got to be correct. Because if you're going to be speaking for a whole generation, and you know enough to try and handle their education, be sure you know the real deal about past situations and ain't just repeating what you heard on the local TV station. Sometimes they tell lies and put them in a toothless disguise. But the truth is, that's why we said it wouldn't be televised. They don't know what to say to our young folks, but they know that you do. And if they really knew the truth, why would they tell you? The first sign is peace. Tell all them gun-toting young brothers that the man is glad to see us out there killing one another. We raised too much hell when they were shooting us down, so they started poisoning our minds and trying to jerk us all around. And then they tell us they got to come in and control our situation. They want half of us on dope and the other half in incarceration. If the ones they want dead ain't killed by what they instigated, they can put some dope on the brother's body and claim it was drug-related. Tell them drug-related means there don't need to be no investigation, or at least that's the way they're going to play it on the local TV station. All your 9 millimeter brothers, give them something to think about. Tell them you heard that this is the new word. They got to work that stuff out. But somehow they feel in the wrong way with a gun in their hand. They feel a real independence, but they just pull in contracts with a man. 
five and five will tell you it's hopeless out there on the avenue. But if they really knew the truth, why would they tell you? And if they look at you like you're insane and they start calling you scarecrow and say you ain't got no brain or start telling folks that you suddenly gone lame or the white folks that finally co-opted your game or worse yet implying that you don't really know that's the same thing they said about us a long time ago young rappers one more suggestion before I get out of your way but I appreciate the respect you give me and what you got to say I'm saying protect your community and spread that respect around tell brothers and sisters they got to calm that bullshit down Cause we're terrorizing our old folks and we brought fear into our homes and they ain't got to hang out with the senior citizens just tell them damn it leave the old folks alone and we know who ripping off the neighborhood tell them that bs has got to stop tell them you're sorry they can't handle it out there but they got to take the crime off the block and if they look at you like they think you're insane or start calling you scarecrow thinking you ain't got no brain or start telling folks that you suddenly gone lame or that white folks have suddenly co-opted your game or worse yet, saying that you really don't know. That's the same thing they said about me a long time ago. And if they tell folks that you finally lost your nerve, that's the same thing they said about us when we said Johannesburg. But I think you young folks need to know that things don't go both ways. You can't talk respect on every other song or just every other day. What I'm speaking on now is the raps about the women folks. On one song, she's your African queen, and on the next one, she's a joke to do. And you ain't said no words that I haven't heard, but that ain't no compliment. It only insults eight people out of ten and questions your intelligence. Four-letter words or four-syllable words won't make you a poet. It will only magnify how shallow you are and let everybody know it. And if they look at you like they think you're insane or they call you scarecrow thinking you ain't got no brain or start telling folks that you suddenly gone lame or that the white folks have finally co-opted your game or you really don't know, they said that about me a long time ago. If they finally start telling people that you lost your nerve, that's what they said about Johannesburg. You ain't insane. You have got a brain. You haven't gone lame. You have got your game. Remember, keep the nerve. Keep the nerve. Keep the nerve. Keep the nerve. We're talking about peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.